Hey everyone, welcome back to the TaylorMade Podcast. Before we get started, I just want to remind everyone that we are proud members of the Applaudable Podcast Network. So please head over to applaudable.net and check out all the other amazing creators on our network. And so without further gilding the lily and with no more ado, I present to you this week's episode. Welcome back everyone to another episode of the TaylorMade Podcast brought to you by Adam and Danica Taylor. As Danica said last episode, this one is going to be a bit of a mental health update for... Me, apparently, according to her. (laughs) Well, for both of us, definitely, because our top episode is definitely the mental health episode, episode seven, I believe. Yeah. And I just thought with the pandemic and everything, it would be just good to do a mental health update for both of us. I believe the episode where we talked about we were doing a business, we did talk a little bit that I was going up and down a little bit, Mm. but I think this is going to be a purely mental health health focused one. And Adam has definitely been experiencing a bit of mental health the past couple of weeks so which is why I said for him because I've actually been quite well balanced I think for me um which has been really good yeah fair enough. so I'm gonna pat myself on the back about that a little I bit I think you should yeah no definitely because <laughs> yeah there was definitely a time in my life where my doomsday anxiety and fears would have been if this, had, nuts. if this had happened a couple of years ago I think I would have been in a much darker place mm. And even still, it did sort of get to you a little bit when it first started, I noticed. Especially because there was pressure from family members Mm. and contact from family members who had cut me off and who decided to contact me again, specifically about Doomsday stuff. So that definitely at the very start when fear was running its highest was difficult. But I think I used the tools and I've actually discovered quite a strong support network around who all experienced that similar anxiety as well so that really helped but I think for you you've encountered a lot of I think you've done a lot of self-discovery yeah against your will almost yeah definitely against my will um (laughs) like the the uh, Enneagram thing was very very fair where it said that I don't like to focus on negative emotions a hundred percent so if I have something negative I will push it away fix it however I can as quickly as possible mm. so no dwelling for you yeah no I don't dwell on on stuff it doesn't serve me any purpose which which on the surface sounds like something healthy to do exactly except you don't let it go yep you bury it yes so it doesn't go away, you just ignore it. Yeah, I'm real good at that. Yeah, it would, it would be a healthy thing if you recognised it and let it go, but you recognise it and are like, oh shit, I don't want to look at that. Boom, down yeah. in the bottom of the box. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, that's a thing that I don't like. Uh, let's just put that in the trash can and never take the trash out. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah look. Um, uh, great analogy. I've never, I've, I haven't actually thought about putting it that way. Love it. It's perfect. Um, Yeah. So I guess maybe like, because I do want to focus on you a little bit more Mm -hmm. since our first mental health episode, we definitely focused on me a lot more and your reaction to my mental health. Mm -hmm. I think because... We sort of flipped the script on that one, yeah. We have a little bit. Quote unquote script. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think what would be interesting in this format would be, I guess for me to kind of just not probe you, but like discuss a little bit Mm -hmm. about what's been going on in your head, which will make you a little bit uncomfortable. Oh yeah. I'm already feeling uncomfortable. And then maybe you could ask me a couple of questions about my reaction to your Mm -hmm. mental health, because I just think 
that format worked really well for the first one. Mm. So we can go from here with this. So I guess to start off with, let's talk about what you think has sort of triggered this, not new interest, but this kind of forced self-awakening. You. Me. Yeah. Okay. A hundred percent. That's surprising. I Why? I, like I knew that I was important because you're always saying, you know, how important I am, but I, I didn't think I was the, the catalyst for this. No, a hundred percent. You were I, the only reason. Okay, I thought it was something else. What did you think it was? I thought it was the fact that we were starting our business and nope. you were having to face a lot of preconceptions about yourself and your limiting beliefs. Nah, not at all. Nothing to do with that. I mean, sort of. Okay. It, that definitely brought that to the focus. My mm. limiting beliefs brought that brought that to the front, but wanting to do better, all you. Okay. And here's why. I I don't remember exactly when I came to the conclusion that I needed to do better. I guess I've always been in that sort of mindset, but I didn't know how to do better. Mm. But listening to you talk about the books that you've read, Brene Brown's a big one, Mm. and all that kind of thing. I'm learning what you're learning by osmosis because you talk to me about it. Mm. And I have a sneaking suspicion that is not confirmed, and I don't want it confirmed, so poker face from you, please, (laughs) that maybe you're doing it on purpose. Okay. You talk about these books to me on purpose so that I learn about them. Okay. Poker face, please, because I don't want to know if that's what you're doing. I don't need to know if I'm being manipulated into, into becoming a better human. I don't need to know. All I need to know is that it works. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> don't need to know how the hot dog is made. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I, I don't think it is 100% with that intention. I think mm. I'm a very... And open I mean, learner. Open, yeah. I, I'm yeah. a... I want to talk things through. That's mm. how I learn. I like discussion. I like debate. I like... Yeah. Being even though I don't necessarily always enjoy it, I think I learn best when my beliefs and assumptions are questioned because then I can talk them through. And quite often after discussions that we've had, you've asked me something about an opinion that I've voiced and I've talked it through and I'm like, Oh yeah, you're right, that is unreasonable. I don't hold that opinion anymore. Or I don't hold that belief. Like I think I've done that quite regularly. I'm interesting, yeah. I'm I quite I think there's definitely a time in my life where I held to beliefs no matter what anyone said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's... and it was as recently as our one year anniversary. Yeah. Even even our entire first year of our relationship, possibly even up until the point where we got married, you definitely held on to those sorts of beliefs really, like, with a vice-like grip. Mm. Mm. I hated being wrong. Yeah. Where now it's like, it's almost enjoyable for me to be proved wrong because it's like, oh, cool, I get to learn more. Yeah. You know? Yeah, which has a lot of growth for you, and I'm super proud yeah. of that. And I'm definitely not perfect. Like, there will be things that I'll be like, nah, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> even, if you're, even if you're right. Yep. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I know. I Yes, I know. <laughs> but I'm, I'm better than I used to be. Definitely. But, um, yeah, okay. That's really interesting that you yeah. think I'm the one that's triggered that. And, and, and it, again, it's also, I want to do better. Mm. Because, like I've told you before, um, the biggest reason I'm with you is because you challenge me to do better and be better in every single way. Okay. And I love that. I, I need that. Um, so, yeah, that's part of the reason as well. Okay. Well, what has your experience been like of this kind of self-revolution, I suppose? Because you are of a personality type if um, you're listening and you listen to our Enneagram. 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 We think. <laughs> 
episode, then yeah. you'll know that Adam is a type seven, which is the type that will avoid um, those pain negative emotions and, and negative pain emotions and all that sort of thing. Yeah, almost at all costs. Yeah. So you have had to very much sit in these emotions, uh, or have you not been? Not really. Mm. I'm. Uh, I'm better at recognizing them. Mm. And that could be a double-edged blade, that one, actually. Because as soon as I begin to think, oh, no, that's a negative emotion that I don't like, let's avoid that. Mm. And I just don't have that negative emotion. I don't even start having it, really. Mm. I recognise what my, I guess you could say, triggers are, and I avoid the triggers. For example, I no longer look at our bank account. I let you deal with that because I don't want to know about it. Mm. Um... (laughs) Which is a really simple thing of before I used to obsess over it. Mm. I've now, I've let that go. I've let go of control of that. I don't, not that I ever really controlled our finances. I've let go of the need to want to control it. Mm. And to obsess over it. And to obsess over it, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that's one good example, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because money is a big thing. For sure. However, I did have an absolute nuclear meltdown the other day. (laughs) A while. uh, Probably a month ago now at this point. And it was not pretty at all. Mm. I'm not proud of it. And it came from... What did it come from again? Limiting beliefs. That's right. And not believing that people will... It was was business related. Yeah. Um, And it was about me not believing in, one, the product that I'm offering, mm. which is my video editing, so video and audio editing services and all mm. that kind of thing. Yeah. And not believing that people saw value in it. So that really hurt me because I felt like I had wasted a lot of time, effort and energy and that there was no point and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, mm. So yeah, that's where that came from. And when I say nuclear meltdown, like... Like tears. Yeah. Yeah. Full on tears that I hid from Danica. Even though I heard him crying. I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) 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 He wouldn't let me come in. Yeah. Yeah. You got Um, mad at me when I tried to I didn't get mad at you. I just, I didn't want to be touched Mm. because I felt so exposed and raw and vulnerable. And I just, I needed in my mind at the time, I needed to, I needed to armor up again. And I actually found that I can't do that anymore. I can't push you out anymore. Is it because I won't let you? No. It's because subconsciously I don't want to ever again. Okay. Which I'm only just becoming to that realization now. Mm. Like at, as I'm saying it. I think I, I, I think in a, in a year or two I'll be able to talk to you about it properly. <laughs> um, whereas uh, in, the, in, in the moment, talk to you about it in the moment, uh, whereas in the moment I couldn't function um it was it was a lot yeah there was a moment during that day where i needed to take something back to the post office to send back a return and i got up and went and started packing it up and i told you i was gonna go for a walk and you were like no i'll drive you and i was like no it's okay you you because like before that i'd asked if you wanted to go for a drive and you said no you had Mm. work to do Mm. um this is like after the meltdown, we're suffering the after effects of it. Yeah. Um, but same day. And I wouldn't I, quite call it the emotional hangover because that didn't come till the next day. Yeah. I'm I was I was riding You're sort of riding those the meltdown emotions. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Well I don't have a lot of work on at the moment because I was waiting for a client to get back to me. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna go for a walk to the post office, I've mm-hmm. got some fresh air, get out of the house, 
maybe he just, you know, wants to do his work and whatever. But then you refuse, at first you refused to let me walk. You wanted to drive me. And I was like, no, I want to walk. And you were like, okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'll walk with you. And I was like, but I thought you had work to do. And you're like, no, I just can't do this without you right now. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. My, uh, I at the time, my I... exact words, and I remember them, my exact words were, my brain will not let me do that. Mm. Um, and that's what, that's what it meant. But mm. my, my words were, my brain will not let me do what I need, to, will not let me let you walk by yourself. It won't let me let you walk away. Mm. right now yeah yeah which i guess i didn't really fully understand like i thought maybe you just needed some sort of comfort from me or something Mm. and like i wasn't i wasn't trying to get away from you like i genuinely was just like oh like we're in the house a lot i haven't got any vitamin d today the house is feeling very heavy at the moment i like i just wanted to go for a walk and Mm. i I genuinely didn't think you were going to come so when you came i was like oh yeah cool whatever but then it was just so it kind of broke my heart a little bit we were walking around the corner from our house and it was like you just had this thought you just kind of said out of the blue because we weren't really talking you were like oh did you want to go for a walk because you wanted to get away from me yeah. And I was just kind of like, oh, like, of course not. <laughs> like, it broke, it really broke my heart a little bit because you were obviously just feeling so vulnerable, exposed, and just hating yourself so much. And it was like, at the time when you came with me, all you were thinking about was, I just need Danica. Mm. But then, like, coming away from our house, like, starting to get onto the walk, but not so far away that you couldn't turn around and walk back. Yeah, uh, we were probably not even 20 metres away from yeah. the house, from the front door. Yeah. It was like this horrible little boy said to you, no, she's going for a walk because she doesn't want you around. The one thing that you need most right yeah. now doesn't want you around. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, and that yeah. just, it really broke my heart to hear you say it oh that's not what i meant to do yeah like not not like not like it hurt me like i was hurt by you thinking Mm. that i would ever do that but it was i was hurting for you because it was like you're in that horrible horrible space where you feel unlovable Mm. and i just i broke a little bit for you you know (laughs) <laughs> like you don't you don't need to apologize no like, i know it's just yeah i didn't realize yeah well i mean how could you you mm. know you were in the moment but mm. i just it's such a privilege being married to someone and knowing someone that deeply mm. you know like and, and seeing those parts of a person that no other living being on the planet would probably ever see you know no you are quite possibly the only person who has ever seen me that bad Mm. and ever will because I refuse to show it to anyone else. Yeah. Like you'll talk about it on a podcast. Yeah, for sure, but but I'm not feeling it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know, I know. Like I just, I think that's more what I'm feeling from that Mm. is just like you showed me the the smallest, most insecure part of yourself in Mm. that moment. Yeah. And you now know that I will love you through that anyway Mm. and that I want you around through that. You know? Yeah, I get that. Hmm. But, um, yeah, I just think that that's really special. I like that. Hmm. Yeah. And something for you to hold on to next time you feel yeah. horrible. Hopefully it doesn't get that bad again. Yeah. But yeah. Um, do you have any questions for me? Um. <laughs> 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 Only mean ones. Uh, actually, okay, this is gonna, this isn't gonna come out the way I mean it to, but I can't think of any other way to phrase it without it making sense with, mm-hmm. with with it while it still makes sense 
why do you get so frustrated with me when I'm like that? I think we talked in the, about this in the car afterwards but a little bit. I don't remember. So I am actually really ashamed of how I handled that situation because I feel like I wasn't in the post meltdown part. Mm. Definitely. I think I, I did better. Mm. But in the actual meltdown phase mm-hmm. itself, like, I don't think it would have been a meltdown if I hadn't have reacted the way that I did. And I mean, that could just be a me thing. But it started out, it was the start of the week. We were sitting down to talk about what we were going to do for the business and for the podcast for the week. And yeah, you were not very present mm. in the discussion. And that, for me, is always a triggering thing mm. anyway. Yeah, definitely. That's something I've been working on really hard. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, you have. Which is why I knew there was something wrong. Because yeah. you have been so much better than that Yeah. since we worked that out but I was triggered by that to begin with mm-hmm. not that I'm excusing it but I'm just talking through yeah, what happened Definitely. and also the thing that you were stressing about was something I felt like we'd already addressed Yeah. as well which didn't help either um, because we've done multiple mindset sessions with our coach around that exact thing mm. so I kind of felt like it was a a deep regression for you to still be stressing about that. And it was also a little bit of guilt because recently I've had a little bit more clientele for my copy than you have. Yeah, you've had had more success. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. I wouldn't call it success, just a little bit more business coming in. Okay. So I feel like I kind of felt bad because I felt like that might have been part of what was triggering it. So I I felt bad that I couldn't do anything to help that. And then all I wanted to do was help you. And I felt like we'd done so many sessions on the mindset stuff. I felt like there were so many tools that we could use to kind of get you out of this so that it didn't get worse. And you were withdrawing from me. Like you Mm. were refusing to help, let me help you. And that for your mental health is always a big trigger for me as well. Because when I am feeling the way you were feeling, like really down and helpless and not in control, you don't let me alone until I let you help me. <laughs> Look fair. You know? <laughs> yeah. And apparently that's what I need when I'm like that, is I just need someone to constantly remind me that, you know, I don't have to stay in that place. You, you, I can you move need, forward. I feel... Sorry to interrupt you there. Mm. Um, I feel like a good way to put it is you need that external validation mm. of things you already know, you just need to be reminded of. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, since we've discussed it, the mistake that I was making in the moment was trying to help you the way you help me. Thinking that because that's your response when I'm like that, that that's the response that you want. But it wasn't. And you were withdrawing further from me. And I was getting frustrated because you weren't letting me help you. So it became a selfish thing for me in your moment of need. I was selfishly thinking about my need to help you. And that made you worse, I think. That does make sense, yeah. Because my reaction was making you feel like you shouldn't feel like that. And you shouldn't have days like that and moments like that. Even though I have them all the time. Yeah. Actually, that... that, Yeah. Actually, you're probably right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we put it in those words when we spoke about this last. But Mm. yeah, I feel like that's very fair. Yeah. So that was my reaction to that moment in the morning and I think that's what led to that nuclear meltdown was not only were you already feeling crappy but I made you feel crappier okay interesting Mm. yeah possibly so I was very unhappy about my role in that and I messaged our coach and he just told me to just let it go and let you have your feelings and then you came out of it when I left you alone you know you just Mm. followed me on my walk to the post office I didn't talk to you I didn't try to press you I just went about my day you just you had me there for comfort you knew I was there but I wasn't pushing you Mm. and you came out of it Mm. you know yeah 
And I think that's one good thing about the way I deal with emotion mm. is I do bounce back so quickly. Mm. And we spoke about this before. I'm not sure about it on the podcast, but uh, my 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 when I when I feel things, uh, I'm not the best at recognizing them for what they are mm. yet. Mm. I'm I'm still working on that. Um, I'm better than I ever was, and I'm very. I'll say that I'm proud of myself for that. That's that's a huge thing, but being able to recognize it and being able to adjust it, I guess, are two different things. Mm. Um, and I'm still working on the first part. <laughs> uh, and I can't voice it. I can't put it into words when I'm in the moment. But that being said, being able to switch that off helps me move past it faster. Yeah. Maybe not switch it off, but like... And then we can talk about it, it later. Exactly. And then, yeah. which helps me sort through it and you help me put labels on it and put words to it so that I can understand it retrospectively. And file it. And yeah, file it. and Take it out of the trash, put it in your little filing cabinet. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Don't screw up the whole roll of butcher's paper and chuck it in the in the, in the the trash bin, never to be emptied. Cut it up into little bits and pieces and analyse it and understand that, okay, this is something that we need to, that I need to be aware of, file it so that I can come back to it later if I need to, mm. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... I love that analogy. That's perfect. <laughs> like, yeah. Suits you. Very much so. And your little rule-loving mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just think it's really interesting yeah. how different we are. And mm. I think I learned a lot from that in what you need from me in those situations. You know, mm. I will do better next time that happens. Yeah, because there will be a next time. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Our life and our mental health and the way our brains work, it's a constant up and down. Yep corkscrew scenario like you never know what each day is going to hold case in point the next day we had an emotional hangover in the morning but we had an amazing session with our coach and then we had one of the most productive and creative days that we've had in months yeah we went we went out for breakfast and we had a planning a planning breakfast and we sat there till nearly two o'clock in this cafe and yeah it was amazing i think sometimes you do need to have those moments where you snap yeah, because you learn so much from them. Yeah. And I think part of my mental health journey is being able to recognize that not all bad feelings are inherently bad mm. for you. Mm. And Sometimes they're there they're as there a symptom to, and a... To teach you something. An indicator of something that's going wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, I definitely agree with that, for mm. sure. And I think my mental health journey is, at the moment, I what I would call it is about learning how to label it, file it, understand it mm. at the moment and then being able to after after I know how to do that, I'm then going to be much better equipped to deal with it mm. before it happens. But yeah. Not as it happens or after it happens. But yeah, to anchor this discussion kind of in 2020 a little bit more, because we've kind of talked more kind of abstractly just about our experience. Mm. I think it could be a result of the pandemic, you know, because Mm. I think if the pandemic hadn't have happened and life had gone about as normal, Mm. I don't think our growth would have been as marked as, as marked. Yeah. As what it has been. I think there's been so much more opportunity for self-reflection and for growth and for questioning what you really want from life because of this 2020 debacle i definitely definitely get that and i think that's the only way that we've managed to get through this as you know fairly healthily as we have Hmm. is because it's horrible what's happened you know there's if you just sit and think about how horrible it is all day yeah you're gonna feel 
shit. And you can have those days, definitely. Like, yeah. those and days. And you are perfectly okay to have those days. Yeah. Uh, or weeks. Yeah. You know, but I think... The... It goes back to something I read on Facebook, and I have quoted it in the um, podcast before. Some days you just have to be angry, mm. and that's okay. Yeah. But I think the way we've managed to get through this has been by taking the opportunity to look at ourselves and look at our life and not plan because you can't plan but yeah just focus inward and evaluate how you're feeling regularly yeah Yeah. Yeah. not every day i think that's not but as you go sort of thing um unless it's like a journal thing where you're ticking something off but i don't think it's really very healthy to constantly ruminate on what you're thinking Mm. but i think just Taking it one day at a time, mm. experiencing each and every day, evaluating how you're reacting, how your family and the people around you are reacting, and how you can help each other. I think that's how we've managed to get through this as well as what we have. Yeah. Because luckily for us, we've had each other. And yeah. we've... And we're both really committed to improving and learning how to interact with each other in yeah. the best way possible. Yeah. When we're sitting on top of each other because... Every single day. Yeah. Well, not sitting on top of each other, but like, like in each other's enough. pockets, basically, yeah. because of 2020. So, yeah, I just think that's how we've survived this so far. Luckily for us in Queensland, things are pretty much back to normal now, even though there has been a little bit of another spike in Brisbane. Um, Where we are, it's there's no cases yeah. um, and all that sort of stuff. So. so we've been pretty lucky. Yeah. And we know there's people in other areas really, really struggling still. and And that's valid. Absolutely valid, yeah. This is the hardest thing in living memory that pretty much... I wouldn't say anyone Mm. has had to go through, but... A lot of people. A lot of... On a global scale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Might be a big call, but I think this is the biggest thing in living memory. Well, I mean, if you think about it, my grandmother was a child in World War II, which was the last really big global Mm. time So maybe living memory is incorrect, but Mm. um, recent memory. But... I think the thing is, but when you're a child, you don't remember it as hard. You don't remember the fear. You don't remember... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. That makes sense. Like, her memory of it is having fun with the... She calls them the Yanks that were stationed in Brisbane. Oh. And uh, she's got a little coin that some of them made... A uh, coin bracelet that some of them made for her mum. Oh, wow. Um, because her mum did the laundry and stuff. Oh, that's amazing. The, the barracks. So, yeah. Like, she remembers it as a fun thing. You I know, Because there was all these sailors and foreign people around and but um i think that's a really good update of uh our mental health was there anything that you wanted to add i think we've covered everything i think we've covered everything for ourselves i think it's important to not peddle this idea of positivity and all Mm. of the rest of it like i think what we need to say is just feel what you're feeling and recognize it understand it yeah yeah and also if you need to vent if you need to i saw this post on someone's stories on instagram it was something about everyone's posting stand with melbourne and all of this stuff but they're not reaching out to any victorians they're not helping Mm. like i think if you are in victoria and you are listening to this and you are still suffering when this podcast comes out or even if you know the lockdown is lifted by the time this comes out if you need anything yeah if you're still struggling like reach reach out. out Like, message us. Our inbox is open. We want to hear from you. If there's anything that we can do for you, we're more than happy to. But yeah, hope everyone is safe and happy and well. As they can be. As they can be. And yeah, just looking after themselves and those around them. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.
Hey everyone, we hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you really loved it, what you can do to help us out is share it with your friends or on your socials. Everyone loves a really good show recommendation and if you do decide to share us online, we'd love if you could tag us. Thanks so much. Turn It In will eventually mark everything as plagiarism.